0: Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Congressman Mark Meadows wants the IRS to consider slowing down its rate of releasing tax refunds. He says the agency could help stem improper payments by doing so. The Government Accountability Office finds the IRS could reduce improper payments by as much as $350 million a year if it delayed refunds by two weeks. Senator Chuck Grassley wants answers on overpayments the Defense Department made with TRICARE in 2015 and 2016. Grassley says after the DOD Inspector General reported $81 million in overpayments, there's been no action to correct the matter. Grassley says it seems the IG declared mission accomplished and walked away. DOD will release a new acquisition policy in the coming days. Director of Defense Pricing Shay Assad says he wants the Pentagon to think differently about the current standards the contracting community uses around pricing and cost data. The new policy would encourage contracting officers to negotiate and settle on pricing data for the first year of a sole source contract, and use similar data standards to set costs for a second and third year option. The policy would apply to single source procurements for major weapons systems and other military items. The Air Force is working on a new strategy to handle its facilities restoration and modernization issues. The service currently hopes to make the best investments possible with the budget it has and is asking its major commands to create a master plan for needed construction and repair requirements. The Air Force says its fleet of B-1 bombers is flying again after they were temporarily grounded by safety concerns. More now from Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. The Air Force ordered all 62 of its B-1s to stop flight operations two weeks ago. That was after an unspecified in-flight emergency forced one of the planes to make an emergency landing in Hawaii and another in Texas a month earlier. Officials have been investigating potential problems with ejection seat components on board the aircraft, but say they're now confident the pilots would be able to safely escape during an emergency. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Over 30 veteran service organizations are calling on House and Senate Veterans Affairs leadership to help secure specific funding for the VA Mission Act. The president signed the Mission Act into law earlier this month. The law authorizes a new consolidated community health care program, but doesn't appropriate enough funding to pay for it. Senate Appropriations Committee Chairman Richard Shelby and Vice Chairman Patrick Leahy introduced the Complete the Mission Amendment to the original bill. The amendment would let Congress appropriate needed funding without triggering sequestration. Thirty-two veteran service organizations are calling on Congress to support it. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee wants to know why employees at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau are paid so much. The average salary for CFPB employees is $195,000 per year, according to testimony from Acting Director Mick Mulvaney. CFPB employees are not paid according to the general schedule. In a letter, the committee asks for information on bonuses, salary guidelines, and other details regarding how CFPB pay is determined. Lawmakers are investigating the fate of Health and Human Services Health, Cybersecurity, and Communication Integration Center. Multiple reorganizations and changes in leadership involved with standing up the center leave its current status unclear. Congressional overseers are looking at possibly relocating it to another office in HHS altogether. Auditors find big problems with the Women-Owned Business Contracting Program.
1: The Small Business Administration is three years behind the requirement to develop a certification process for women-owned small businesses, and it will not complete that effort for still another year. And the certification approach used today is problematic, according to a new report by SBA's Inspector General. Auditors review 56 sole source awards across the government to women-owned small businesses, and finds 50 were missing key information. The IG says the lack of birth certificates, financial information, and other key documents could mean awards went to ineligible firms. I'm Jason Miller.
0: 23 federal unions write to Special Counsel Henry Kerner about their concerns with the president's three workforce executive orders. They ask Kerner to pay special attention to cases of retaliation against labor relations employees who may not uphold the president's orders. They also ask Kerner to remind employees of their whistleblower rights. The unions say they fear agencies will drop the long-standing practice of bargaining with labor representatives in good faith and the Office of Management and Budget reboots the awards program for federal employees. In a memo, OMB Director Mick Mulvaney says the White House will rebrand the Federal Customer Service Awards as the Gears of Government Awards. The first award ceremony will take place in May 2019 and may be coordinated to coincide with Public Service Recognition Week. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.